Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. We're going to go straight to the Lord in prayer and cut to the chase here. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, once again we come before you as a body of believers, a remnant in a nation of those who look to you. Father, we thank you. And we praise you for your love and your grace and your mercy upon us. And we beg for your forgiveness each and every day, Father. May we be a repentant people, truly repentant. Lord, we know that there are things going on around us that evil is just flourishing. But we know that your love and your goodness and your righteousness is greater. And we pray, Father, that you will rain that righteousness upon us. Lord God, we ask for your protection. Abba Father, we ask for your arms of comfort and healing around all those who are needing that. And this nation needs healing. Father, the many who are still suffering and will be for a long time from the tornadoes that hit here a week or so ago. Father, bless those who are there trying to help and to aid. Bless those organizations and those people that are giving to those who right now have nothing. Bless Mike Lindell. I know that he's sending or distributing himself. I'm not sure. 10,000 pillows to lay their heads on on Christmas Eve. Father God, we know that there is nothing that shocks you off your throne. And we know that we live in a broken world. But we thank you for being that constant love and security that we have. Even in the storms of life, you are right there with us. I ask that you will bless today's show, Father. May something I say or do bless others and encourage them. For such a time as this, in Jesus' name I pray, amen. I had Christmas this weekend with my family, so I had a busy, busy, busy weekend full of lots of noise and loudness and and love and fun and food. Oh my gosh, the food. But then I come back to work. I started again last night, turning on that silly old TV and trying to figure out what's been going on in the world. I guess you'd say I've been kind of oblivious. I had a conversation with a relative yesterday and uh, somebody who's very concerned about what's going on. He likes to talk the politics with me. 
And one concern that we had was that American people are okay with not being free. Oblivious was what came to my mind this morning as I started sifting through some of the news articles. You know, I kind of get caught up in just the titles, and I don't always get time to read the the real meat of the article sometimes. But just the titles are so discouraging at times. But oblivious to not be aware of or not concerned about what's happening around you. There's some people that have maybe been in, in the arena before in politics and they, I don't want to know anymore about it. I just, I'm just done with it. One gentleman said that to me here a few weeks ago and I said, you can't be done with it. We cannot be oblivious. We cannot ignore what's going on. I said, what about your children and their children? Found out he had more grandchildren than me, and that kind of kind of hurt a little bit. Just kidding. He really did have more than me, but I'm not really upset about it. But let's let's just go a little farther here. We hold these truths to be self-evident. You go, oh, well, here she goes. She's going to bring out that good old Declaration of Independence again. I don't care. Well, you need to care. We hold these truths to be self-evident. Well, if we're oblivious, what is evident to you? If you're just not concerned about it, these truths don't matter. Well, then, if the truths don't matter, I guess the lies don't matter. That all men are created equal. That they are endowed by their creator. Well, first, (laughs) you must have faith in a creator God. You must believe in a creator God. Did you ever wonder why it's so important to certain people in positions of of uh, well, authority that you not believe in a God or that you separate it out of the government? Does this sound like our founding fathers were separating their faith? Oh, absolutely not. With certain unalienable, and some like to say unalienable, rights. Well, what does that mean? Unable to take it away. They cannot take it away from, or, away from, or given away by the possessor. They cannot take your rights away. Like freedom of religion. Which was by our founding fathers to believe one of the unalienable, unalienable rights. That among these rights are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. Well, if the consent of the governed are oblivious and really don't care, they're not concerned about what's going on around them, then those who are instituted among men can do whatever they want. And I believe they have been. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new governments, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them 
shall seem most likely to affect their safety. Safety and their happiness. But you see, if you are oblivious, if we stay oblivious, unconcerned, unknowing, and we don't even care, I don't even want to (laughs) know. Have you heard that before? I don't even want to hear it. I don't want to know about it. Then we are sheep. What is said of sheep? The sheep who need to be cared for constantly. Sheep are stupid. They see no danger. They they don't want to see the danger. They cannot run. Have you ever seen their little bitty legs? They cannot run with that big bunch of ball of wool on them. And they cannot defend themselves. They absolutely need a shepherd. Well, if you believe in a creator God, you have a shepherd. And it isn't the government. Make yourself sheep and the wolves will eat you, Benjamin Franklin said in a letter to Thomas Cushing. The context was, but our great security lies, I think, in our growing strength, both in numbers and in wealth. Unless, be a neglect of uh, military discipline, we should lose all martial spirit. For there is much truth in the Italian saying, make yourselves sheep and the wolves will eat you. He also said democracy is two wolves and a lamb voting on what it is to have for lunch. Liberty is a well-armed lamb contesting the vote. Oblivious. The sheep can be oblivious. But speaking of people, it's your choice. You can either ignore what's happening around you, or you can open your eyes and see and do something about it. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rule America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in Rule America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rule America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on you can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver 
Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing. The only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America, Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations setting your table is an important part of every meal the patterns you choose say something about you and your family bringing america home with libertytabletop.com or go to my website csetalkradio.com and click on their link call liberty tabletop at 844-386-2338 use the promo code bethann and receive 10 percent off your purchase libertytabletop.com And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. The title of the show is Oblivious. Are you oblivious to what's going on? Do you just, are you one of those say, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to know it. I just don't want to know what's going on in DC or in the state capitol, wherever you are. I just don't want to know about it till they come knocking on your door. Well, we've been that way. And then COVID hit. And then we realized they were teaching our children things that were not, not good. I don't know how else to put it. Evil. So what did our founding fathers think about knowledge? You know, if you have knowledge, if you have education, you're not a sheep. The preservation of the means of knowledge amongst the lowest ranks is of more importance to the public than all the property of all the rich men in the country, said John Adams. So what in the world does that mean? That means if you're educated, that's more important than that rich guy, how many acres he owns, cattle on his hill. If you remain stupid, ignorant, then you become their subjects. Do you understand that? Knowledge 
education today is not teaching skills, basic skills for life. The, the reading, the writing and arithmetic. Now they're telling us arithmetic is racist. If you know how to add and subtract and multiply and divide, then you're racist. Well, my golly, I had a lot of trouble in math, so I must be pretty good. I'm not a racist. This is crazy stuff. English is racist. So they're not teaching them the skills. They're teaching them to hate the skills. Don't have that skill because that makes you a bad person. Really? What life skills? Skills are our children learning. Are there, what are they walking away from the public school system with? That's going to benefit them for life. That's going to make them a productive citizen. That will make them entrepreneurs, able to survive independently. You know, we're going to have some tough times here if things don't get turned around here. And I don't see how it's going to get turned around here. I'm serious about that. So what are you going to do? There's a lot of people that don't even know how to put a plant a little seed in the ground and, and grow up. Some potatoes. Tomatoes. And if they grow some tomatoes, potatoes, peas, green beans, corn, they don't know what to do with them. Other than eat them that day. They don't know how to preserve them, how to put them up, how to can them, how to freeze them. They don't know how. How to make a pickle. In socialism which is what they're pushing at us, you, you have to understand there was no insurrection on January 6th, but there has been a silent insurrection or coup going on in this government. Those that we elected at the governed to take your rights away from you, those unalienable rights, while they get rich. They have wanted to, and they have now, they, Obama said it. We're going to fundamentally transform this nation. Fundamentally transform it. How many times have we heard that now? Now they're telling us everything that we ever thought was good is bad. Bad is good. Good is bad. Evil is good good is evil. In socialism, however, they want to keep you uneducated. They want to keep you poor. They want to keep you down. You're not just their sheep. You are their peasants, the hated peasants, whom they, the elite, need to serve. They need you to serve them, to keep you sheep. You must not be educated or equipped for life. You must be kept and encouraged to be oblivious. Because you see, if if you're able to be independent, you don't need them. But if you understood what I was saying there, if you heard it, they need you. We the people are not to be their subjects. 
They were never to be the elite. We are not a democracy. We, we, are, we were established as a constitutional republic. In a republic, the governed control those who are making decisions. That's what's so bad about Liz Cheney. Well, there's lots of things bad about Liz Cheney. But she is not representing those she is supposed to be governed by. She is She's governed. <laughs> the ones who elected her, she is not representing them. She's representing Liz Cheney and a globalist society. And that's not what she was elected in Wyoming to do. No. The Democrats in Wyoming love her. The Republicans have kicked her out of the Republican Party of Wyoming. They're disassociating with her. And Harriet Hagman is going to take Liz Cheney's place. You are not to be their subjects. Now, like I said, I, I, I see a lot of headlines, and I get captured by the headlines. And one of them here, I've got that printed twice. It must have been very important. He's talking about what possesses the real threat and as I was reading this, you know, I'm thinking, oh, that ought to be good. What's the real threat to democracy? And, of course, I'm going, <laughs> come on. Democracy is the real threat. But he says, the long-running campaign to paint Republicans as a threat to the democracy has backfired. Approximately a week after voters shocked Democrats by electing Donald Trump as president, Democratic donors and high-ranking officials met to discuss Taking back power, taking it back from Trump. As noted by Politico, if the agenda is any indication, liberals plan full-on trench warfare against Trump, and they did it from day one. The attendees included House Democratic leader Nancy Pelosi. In mid-December, the speakers, now this is what captured me, the Speaker's daughter, Christine Pelosi, one of the electors appointed to cast a vote in the Electoral College, helped launch one of the most audacious efforts to reverse an American presidential election in history. She and many of her co-conspirators had a plan to defeat Trump by flipping the electors who performed the little-noticed but crucial task of representing actual voters in the Electoral College. Now, tell me when the insurrection took place. Did it take place January 6th? Who was trying to overturn an election? Christine Pelosi and her co-conspirators wrote the Director of National Intelligence, to demand a briefing on the intelligence supposedly showing collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia. She wrote, The electors require to know from the intelligence community whether there are ongoing investigations into ties between Donald Trump, his campaign, or associates and Russian government interference in the election. 
the scope of those investigations, how far those investigations may have reached, and who was involved in those investigations. We further require a briefing on all investigative findings as these matters directly impact the core factors in our deliberations of whether Mr. Trump is fit to serve as President of the United States. We know now that Pelosi was referring to the Steele dossier, the original source of the Russian collusion hoax. So, you tell me when the insurrection really took place. I'm the huge question about, since Nancy Pelosi was the one to make the decision on the security there at the house, the people's house, Donald Trump and others had called for the National Guard to come in long before the trouble ever was there, long before the crowd was there. And she refused. And she refuses to show the Capitol tapes. The cameras took place, took the pictures of, the videos. We now know that some of the Capitol Police were beating citizens. When did the insurrection take place? We'll be right back. Returns. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. And like I said, some of these titles, they catch my attention. And I think, wow, that's got to be good. And then you get into reading them. And they are good. Some of them are, are really, really good. And, they, and most of them I get are from American Greatness. The Freedom Vacate. You still hear people talk about individual liberty and the rule of law. But the slogans are shot through with a brittle cynicism. I think about that. We're talking about oblivious. And I had that idea before I ever saw this article. The American people, and people in general, is kind of the nature of mankind. I don't want to hear the bad news. I don't want to hear it. I can't do anything about it, so I don't even want to hear it. You think that's what our founding fathers thought whenever they decided to dress up like indigenous people and throw a bunch of tea overboard because of the tax? They didn't want to hear it? Well, they wanted to remain anonymous. And if you'll recall, that's something that our Voice of the Patriot has said, to remain anonymous. Don't sign them, just send them. I have kind of mixed feelings on that. John Hancock signed his all right. Very large. Our founding fathers put their name to a document that they knew they would be considered treasonous, traitors to the king, against the king. He's talking in this thing. He... He, in fact, you know, I like Alexis de Tonquaville quotes. I do. I haven't read his books and I should. I have been looking back over Alexis de Tonquaville's unfinished masterpiece. <laughs> the old regime and the French Revolution. It is full of, uh, observations. For example, this from the end of the preface. 
And I thought this was extremely interesting. A man's admiration of absolute government is proportionate to the contempt he feels for those around him. We have many in the media, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, NBC, CBS, and others, that want absolute government control and the Democrat Party and just don't get too, don't go too easy on that Republican Party. What do you think Liz Cheney wants? You see, it doesn't really matter to them. It does a little bit who's in the White House, but only if it's not one of them. That's the problem with Trump. He was not one of them. And he was not going to be one of them. And he wasn't going to play by their rules. He wasn't going to fool the people. He was going to free the people. He wasn't going to support democracy. He was going to restore the republic. Whoa! Can't have that going on. But those who want absolute government control, they have contempt for you and me, who like to give little speeches about independent America, who love to read the Declaration of Independence. How many people do you think say, well, I'm not reading that thing. I'm not touching that. I'm not putting my fingers on that piece of paper. He goes on, I had to ask Rudy, I said, what is that word? How how much contempt do you suppose emanates from the apparachicks? Apparachicks. Who is Communist Party, members of it, who inhabit the D.C. swamp and control our lives? How slavish is their devotion to the unfettered prerogatives of the idol they serve, the state. It is part of the human nature to hate those whom you have injured, is another quote. Think about that. They hate the ones that they injured. Tocqueville noted, too, that almost all the rulers who have tried to destroy freedom have at first attempted to preserve its forms. When they keep screaming the word democracy at us, do you think they're talking about freedom? Democracy is mob rule. They kind of like mob rule. They like the mob to rule as long as they're the mob. They didn't like the mob that was there to watch them count the votes on January 6th. And I would dare say, I could probably pull pulled out of here and arrested for it, I guess, if Nancy Pelosi was so adamant not to have help there to keep the peace, then perhaps Nancy Pelosi herself was the insurrection. She hated those who were there to watch 
the democratic process. You see, we are a republic, but we have some democratic um, principles and some democratic legislative principles that that take place. But a republic means all those people that were standing there to watch how they were counting the vote, the governed, were watching those they elected, making sure that they represented them. We smelled a skunk a long time ago. But Nancy Pelosi, she was going to show this crowd of freedom-loving people that they were not welcome in her temple of democracy. It's obvious if you pay attention and you don't take a little pack within your own heart to say, I'm going to remain oblivious. I am not concerned. I do not want to know. But just because you don't know doesn't mean it ain't happening. Well, Biden is going to make a big announcement tomorrow. It says Biden is expected to issue a stark warning of what the winter will look like for Americans that choose to remain unvaccinated. President Joe Biden reportedly plans to make a major speech on Tuesday, which will include announcement of new COVID-19 measures to address the new phase of the pandemic, but also a stark warning to unvaccinated Americans. The president's speech is slated to be on the status of countries' fight against COVID-19 as the country sees rising cases amid the growing Omicron variant. Biden is expected to go beyond the White House's already unveiled winter plan (laughs) with additional steps to help communities in need of assistance amid the spread of the Omicron variant. A White House official told NBC News on Saturday that this is going to take place. Aides say the Biden administration is prepared for the rising case levels and that the president intends to explain how his team will respond to the challenge. According to the NBC News source, Biden will also issue a stark warning. A stark warning. Uh, Let me see. We also have breaking news that Senator Warren, who has been vaccinated, and, and, you know, Cory Booker, who had been vaccinated and got his booster shot, are both positive for COVID. But it's the unvaccinated that are going to be in trouble. I guess we made them sick. Hmm. Does that mean the vaccines don't work? What does that mean? That means, my friends, they're going to put a thumb on you and they're going to hold you down if you have not been vaccinated. And you're not going to... Well, we'll see what he says tomorrow. Maybe he's going to say, oh, all is good. (laughs) You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Have you heard about Vine to Bar Chocolate? 
It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar Chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar Chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot hearts, set your table with Liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes are American Eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, Liberty for all, and we love America. Order your set now, and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. My name is Elmer Heinrich. My company owns and sells Immuno 150, the best nutritional supplement on the market today, bar none. No other nutritional product compares because Immuno 150 contains 9 exotic fruits, 13 vitamins, 17 herbs, 18 amino acids, and 70 plant-derived trace minerals, plus aloe vera, COQ10, all the omegas, biflavonoids, and more. The 70 trace minerals are the key. Most nutritional products contain no more than 15 minerals because they come from fruits and vegetables. Now, if you want to improve your immune system, call 888-316-2224 or visit immuno150.com. That's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. Again, that phone number is 888-316-2224. Hi, this is Beth Ann. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt so soft in the store, but then when you got it home and tried to use it, it wasn't absorbent at all? That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work, I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually will dry you. They're debuting the MyPillow six-piece towel set that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now you can buy one and get one free with the promo code BETHANN. Go to MyPillow.com now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty with their 60-day money-back guarantee. To get your 
or buy one, get one free MyPillow towel set, go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special and enter promo code BETHANN or call 1-800-978-6168. That's MyPillow.com and the promo code is BETHANN. And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Biden uh, is going to make this announcement, and, and we're going to have to live with it, I guess. They're not too happy with Manchin. Manchin is, um, <laughs> he's just not going to vote for their big spending bill, which I, I find it's kind of funny because... This isn't the first huge spending bill they've had, and he voted for it. But I think his constituents have kind of laid down the law to him. He's listening to them, and Liz Cheney is not. This is a poll. 58% of Americans disapprove of Biden's job performance. I'm surprised it's only 58%. To me, it should be at least 98%. 98%, 100% really if they're paying attention, if they're not oblivious to what's going on. A new poll conducted by Insider Advantage of the Center for American Greatness found that 58% of Americans disapprove of Biden's job performance. The poll was conducted December 17th through the 19th and has a margin of about 3.6% error. Almost a year into the presidency, Biden's presidency, No one should be surprised that a large majority of Americans are unhappy with him. The last year, in the past year, has seen a string of failures by Biden and his team. Consider there was America's withdrawal from Afghanistan, a sound policy advocated by President Trump that turned into a humiliating debacle that armed the Taliban with $85 billion worth of American military equipment that Biden and his generals explicitly left behind rather than removing or destroying it. Add to that that Biden's regime's, I love they call it regime, decision to hold Hundreds of Americans as political prisoners over their participation in the rallies and protests that took place on January 6th. Why isn't uh, Pelosi in there? Just asking. Many of the prisoners are being held in squalid conditions, in solitary confinement for extended periods of time, and are being denied bail are sometimes punished by reducing their meals to one per day. Well, there's the diet I need. And then there's Biden's Justice Department being turned loose on parents who oppose racial curriculum, anti-racial curriculum in the schools. On top of such gross abuses, there is also... The Biden inflation, which is now running at the rate of 6.8% per year, a 40-year high. Biden's inflation makes everything more expensive, beggaring the American middle class, even as it enriches the Democrats' base of billionaires and mega corporations. If you ever ever agree with the Democrat Party that they are representing the middle class, you really, truly are oblivious. 
That was me, not in this report. The same survey found that 65% of Americans have been negatively impacted by the cost of goods and services, including food, gasoline, and your overall monthly expenses. The poll also finds good news for Republicans with voters preferring GOP control of the Senate in foot, uh, 51 to 42 and GOP the House 48 to 43. Now, there's here's another title that really kind of piqued my interest. This is written by Christopher Roach. It's off of uh, American Greatness. A lot of theirs is opinions as well as mine is opinions. But when you stop and just start thinking about little things that don't make sense, in fact, make a list, just little bitty things that don't make sense. He goes, what happened to the riots? The fact that Antifa and BLM violence can be unleashed and then put back in its bottle in itself is worrisome as the shot callers are mysterious. In the summer of 2020, after the death of George Floyd, the country was beset by protests that turned into riots. Major cities like Minneapolis, Chicago, and Portland, and Seattle, and Washington, D.C. were in flames with Black Lives Matter and Antifa shock troops leading the way. Then... After the tense period between the election and the inauguration, the riots mostly stopped as if someone had flipped a switch. Of course, violence still exists. Violent crime is up significantly nationwide. <laughs> we talked on that last week. Pelosi said, I don't, I don't under, I don't know why violence and crime has increased. Oh, really? Maybe it's because you're in charge. Anyway, it says, just as it rose after the often violent anti-Vietnam War protests in the 60s and in Portland riots and the Antifa culture of violent residents, I'm sorry, resistance to authority have become somewhat institutionalized. Hmm. So that's just one that you should stop and think about. They were there everywhere, and now they're not. Or they're not being covered. No, they're not there because they got what they wanted. Joe Biden is in control. You know, I talked to you last week about what what inspires you, what encourages you. If you want to stay oblivious, maybe you should ask yourself, why am I not concerned that I'm no longer a free person? Why am I not concerned that the children in this country are being taught to hate? Why am I not concerned that my neighbor is being forced to have a vaccine he or she doesn't want? Why am I not concerned about these things? What inspires you to be concerned? When will you be lifted up enough to realize 
Now is the time for all good men and women to come to the aid of the country. It was a typing exercise that covered every key on the typewriter. But is it not a true statement today that now, for such a time as this, now is the time for all good people to come to the aid of their country. The insurrection took place several decades ago. Donald Trump was not a part of that. But he was a man that's smart enough to figure out this country was being run into the ground. So, now is the time to stop being oblivious. What will make you concerned enough to bring America home? Walking in a winter wonderland In the meadow we can build a snowman And pretend that he is horse and brown He'll say, are you married? We'll say, no man But you can do the job when you're in town Later on we'll conspire Can a nation conceived in liberty carry its head high if it denies protection to the youngest and most vulnerable of its citizens? Can a country founded on God-given rights continue to thrive without understanding that life is a precious gift from our Creator? As a physician, I have looked into the eyes of one-pound babies. I have cradled their small bodies in the palm of one hand. I defy those who are careless, who would disregard life and look at these tiny little miracles and say, we're not going to protect that. But I believe there will come a time when we are all judged on whether or not we took a stand in defense of all life from the moment of conception until our last natural breath. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes... I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency.